Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 6, Episode 8, Aliens and the Red Planet. Whee! As we said, the most conservative planet in all of the universe. Yes. The donkey? Is it the elephant or the donkey? I believe they are the elephants. Yes. They believe in, uh, you know, voting against um, post-birth abortions <laughs> and uh, all sorts of other horrible things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the conservatives are known for, oh, voting against. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I was thinking voting for... Oh, I want those post-birth yeah. abortions to not be classified as infanticide, but an abortion. <laughs> Which is... I don't know what whatever party you're in. That's insane. <laughs> like, Which is one? that... Is that real? The right. thing they just voted on where it was like, uh, a baby can be terminated outside the womb and not be considered infanticide, but called abortion in oh, certain conditions. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> oh, if it's fully spazzed out. Right. I think coat hangers were included with that, too. So... Uh-oh. What? We got a thing saying we were Mike clipping hard, but uh, Mike think, clipping. I think it's maxing out, like peaking. Oh, uh, so the output. Mm-hmm. That's why I turned it down a hair. Oh, I see. Gets a little bit crazy. Okay. Well, whatever. Well, we are talking about this stuff <laughs> anyway, uh, being because we're live on Twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens right now. Uh, regularly, uh, not every time, but regularly Mondays around eight o'clock hour will be. Uh, streaming on here. Watch out for the Instagram story that Steve will post to notify everyone that we are live. Um, yeah. yeah, we are uh, uh, talking about some people's favorite bar today, the Mars. The Mars. Right. Mars, yes. <laughs> the favorite nougated candy. Yes. Well, yeah, what right. isn't a Mars bar and what's different than a baby Ruth? Where Not a, a baby Ruth. Where does yeah. a... Yeah. Three Musketeers. Yeah, where does a Mars bar start and Mars begin, right? That's the old question that has been on the lips of archaeologists and philosophers and philanthropists and philanderers. Yeah, full-on rapists. Ever since they looked at uh, a Mars bar in their next victim's little uh, clungy, quingy hole. um, Yeah, Quantrill. And said, where does the the Mars bar begin? (laughs) Where does it end? Yes. Where does it begin? Uh, how's Where it going, does Steve? liquid chocolate oh. start in sphere? Oh, well. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't yes. know the answer to your question because um, Mars bars, I don't think classically were on the West Coast very much. They seem to be. I like I had them as a kid, though, growing up. They are, But they discontinued them in certain regions at different times if they weren't selling or something like uh, that. Okay. Uh, because I think, I want to say that Three Musketeers was more popular out here because mm-hmm. the Mars bar is very similar to it. I've had right. one before, and I was like, oh, this tastes like a slightly – I don't really like Three Musketeers, so to me it was like this is a slightly better Three Musketeers. Yeah. I don't remember how it was better. Yeah, this was like a dark 20 chocolate. years ago. Because yeah. there's the dark mu- – <laughs> the dark was yeah. the milk chocolate, right? Right. Um, I, oh, I, I believe I had the Mars bar when I was in Florida mm. with my mommy and stepdaddy and, and real sissy and little sissies uh, to, at, at Disney World, the world yeah. of Disney. What a great place that is! Yes, and there's all even even as just a hop, skip, and a jump away uh, in a place like Florida, only yeah. a couple <laughs> thousand miles, um, you can find other candies that aren't distributed in your little area, your little in pocket your... of Southern California. Yes, queen. Yes, 
Uh, How's it going? <laughs> it's great. It's Monday, the usual, mm-hmm. getting this shit done. Yeah. Having a good time. Just the classic waking up, remembering got to go to work. Waking up. Trying to just keep that, keep that needle away yeah. from your ear mm-hmm. so that you uh, torture yourself to death and hopefully bleed out that yeah. time. Yeah. I only waken and bacon by meaning cooking up some fresh bacon right. for the morning, get right. some scramby eggs, a little mm-hmm. bit of cheese in there. Yeah. And that's what I had for dinner, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, But just resisting... When you pour that grease in that cup, that scalding hot grease, just resisting to just pour it in your eyes again yes. and blind yourself from all the horrors of modern society and and uh, the choices that people make nowadays and yeah. how you just want to cleanse all of them. This is all true. Yes. Um, <laughs> why don't you also pour it down my throat? Uh, why don't you also describe your new little piece of art back here? Uh, well, you? we picked up a new sponsor, <laughs> Pepsi, right. promoting the new film. Star Wars Episode One: A Phantom Menace. <laughs> Not the Phantom Menace. <laughs> a Phantom Menace. There's, you don't know which one of these is a Phantom Menace. There's uh, Misa Jar Jar, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Dave Ball, uh, Mommy and, Dolly. There, yeah, yeah, in her beautiful makeup and right. hairpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a sweet pickup at the Long Beach Swap Meet this right. weekend. So <laughs> another great addition. Actually, both pieces have been uh, at the Long Beach Swap Meet here. Yeah. Hulkster, yeah, uh, pre WCW sellout right. corporate corporate buyout. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoying uh, that now. You also got me, um, you know, you don't have a significant <laughs> other to buy gifts for. Yeah. S.O. as they call it in the streets. Yeah. So um, I say so-so. There, on the, uh, John Gabris, a comedian whose podcast I listen to quite a bit, he always says sig ofs, like yeah. for significant others, but there's no F sound in there. So it's like, unless he's saying sig ofs and it just comes right. off as F, right. but... I was like, yeah. Um, he said that for years, and I was like, oh yeah, significant other. And I'm like, wait, he's saying sig ofs, and I think he's maybe spelled saying sig of. That yeah. I know that's what I just yeah. said. Yeah, well, no, but I'm just clarifying because you keep going of right. of. Um, but uh, you did buy me a little treat related yeah. to the show, um, and uh, we'll have to come up with a name for him. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, Our it's, f- it's dearly it's... departed, Alan the alien. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is, uh, one of the black eyed, well, sorry, (laughs) children, black eyed children is what Steve said. (laughs) Um, We talked about them. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, what did I call it? What was this? Uh, shadow, shadow box toy maker or something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's known as the Roswell. Uh, I guess that's a style of alien. Did you see the other styles of aliens? No, they only had this. This lady was a big weirdo who obsessively collected, um, these uh, alien chest. alien things, but it was mostly stuff from Roswell. Right. Uh, she had a statue that um, the West Coast Geek, which I think is uh, oh, movie nerd. <laughs> on on our stream right now, commenting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he almost bought, but she had this weird like dis- statue that was a ship crashing in, mm-hmm. and you could pull that the ship out from the crash right. site, and it said Roswell, nineteen forty seven. It was yes. like all this Roswell shit. She had a bunch of. Uh, Animation cells from like Marvin the Martian mm. and things. It was just she was very just alien into obsessed. alien, yeah, yeah. Um, culture. The uh, the card. Well, became... you got a bright light going. Well, sorry, uh, I can't read it otherwise. Oh, you, oh, yeah. Joey needs glasses. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just it's not that it's blurry. It's just a little dark. It's you know? just my dabby. My, <laughs> my little my pupes won't work that my well. Just won't suck. Um, this is described on the card as the most controversial alien species. Uh, features include a childlike appearance, hairless head and body. Ooh. Careful, uh, you're turning me out now. I know. Deep set <laughs> slanted eyes. Uh-oh. Um, Those are very... Yeah. Well. 
<laughs> uh, no comment. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, usually they're big. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're talking about the alien, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, four-fingered hands, two extremely long fingers. <laughs> <laughs> For probing. Right. Um, and three and a half to four and a half feet in height. So apparently that's a classic gray alien, or yeah. as Shadowbox describes it, the Roswell alien. Grayland. Yes. Um, well, maybe it's a straight land. Maybe it's a galian, but we accept your Patreon money no matter what. Oh, yes. yes. Um, yeah. Um, how am I? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. No one ever yeah. cares, right. Joe. No one ever asks how Joe's doing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I have a wife that no. asks me a lot of times. Yeah. Family. You have like someone. That. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I come home to a depressed man yeah. who battles death every night in his sleep. Right. And has to wear a machine now because of it. Yeah. Our other friend this weekend shall remain nameless. <laughs> My name is hosp- Sean Remain yeah. Nameless. <laughs> Hi, Sean Remain. Uh, went to the hospital because there was blood in his semen. Oh, yeah. And then was in there for three days, and I haven't heard from him since. Quite a thrill. He did say he was out. <laughs> yes. Uh, out and about. Oh. <laughs> uh, but he does have high blood pressure, and I think yes. he also has sleep apnea, which is probably contributing to his illness. And then mm-hmm. I talked to my doctor friend, mm-hmm. PTR, mm-hmm. and he had no idea how you could have blood in your semen without having a punctured prostate. <laughs> well, that's literally the joke I made. Yeah. It's like, do you stab his prostate too fucking hurt yeah. with something? I don't know. We got to get the a inside scoop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thanks, he babe. had the inside scoop. <laughs> All, scooped day. Off a, All day. Scooped off a chunk of that fucking prostate. Why is there blood in cum? Well... There we go. <laughs> Where does the semen begin and the blood start? Yeah. That's the Who question. Knows? <laughs> was it blood passion? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sad thing was is that he was, if you listen to uh, our other podcast, Beer There Drunk That, we describe the week of logic event that's going on. Yeah. And uh, he was like more than halfway two, through. No, he was two days away. <laughs> this was, he went in Thursday night and the last two yeah. days were Friday and oh. Saturday. He got out Saturday night, so right. he literally... Got cut off. I kept telling him to message, but yeah. I don't think he did. So he went to a brewery five out of seven times because you have to go all seven times to earn these stamps to become part of this brewery's secret little elite club. Yeah. And uh, because of his bloody cum, he had to leave. Now, yeah. do you think he could bring a doctor's note to the fine people at Bottle Logic and say, uh, Dr. Daddy told me I had uh, blood in my semen. Yeah. Can I please have a do-over for two days? <laughs> can please? I please get two stamps so I can get that job? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone in the stream here, uh, uh-huh. High Street, says, if I don't come for a while, it's kind of yellowish. Is that blood? Well, I haven't stuck anything up my ass. Mm, well, what's this person's name? You just said it. I think it's High's Tree or Highest Tree. Tree. Okay. H-I-G-H-E-S-T-R-E-E. Yeah, Highest Tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we did, in a month. Now we, now we did describe this exact phenomena on a recent episode yeah. <laughs> uh, in a lot of uh, perverted anime or hentai, as it's yes, called. Yes, uh, right. They will, if you're watching color versions, if you're lucky enough to get a color manga, or if you see the cover of the manga, yeah. um, the Japanese comics, um, right. they will usually color the semen with a yellowish tinge yeah. and the females in those um you know the characters uh, in the the actor yeah. the actresses <laughs> the in, 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 uh, in those scenarios they will usually comment on um how uh smelly and thick and viscous uh, and stinky the semen is and in as a sign that he must have been backed up for a very long time yeah, very frothy yes exactly so um uh, yeah i think that that yellow color is um, so common that Japanese artists, I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty consistent 
observation by these women, these strong women. Yeah, um, who've experienced lots of cum. Who are covered by usually multiple men's worth of semen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, multiple men's multiple worth. Multiple men's worth. And uh, I feel like Sean maybe, men's worth. <laughs> maybe there's some, you know, uh, urine left in the old shafter. Right, yeah. And then, you, you know, never when know. The, the load blows, it you know cleans right. out the old. That's clearing the pipes. Yes. Right? Because that's eventually... I mean, your balls and your bladder, your urethra are kind of like a flux capacitor where it starts off as two and they meet, you know, yeah, yeah. or a Y, the letter Y, maybe yeah. a simpler yeah. <laughs> analogy than a, a flux capacitor yeah. from Back to the Future. But uh, yeah. um, it comes to a fork in the road. Exactly. Yeah. And it chooses the one oh. way out. <laughs> a fork in the road, you're my thing. I'd come to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had uh, we've had some some nice reviews this week. Yes. Uh, we've also, I mean, big news for us. Uh, I think because, thank you, fans and listeners who have gone on to Apple Podcasts and been giving us five-star reviews lately. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming, again, we don't know because who the fuck knows how Apple Podcasts ranking algorithm and all that shit works. But yeah. um, but uh, in the past week or so, actually a little more than a week ago, we actually yeah. made it onto the U.S. Apple Podcasts comedy charts mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. We were at like... 760 something and then the next day it was like down to 1400 yeah. and it was like back up to 400 then it was down to being out of the chart Whatever. completely but yeah. every day we've been fluctuating up and down um which for us to be on i mean it's still hundreds of podcasts are hundreds of podcasts but right people do say if you make it into the top even 200 that's pretty good because yeah. there's so many fucking podcasts right. around all so. the competition so thank and you get, for all the support uh, subs and uh, my subs and the doms uh, <laughs> uh yeah i i wonder if uh it's because of maybe when Apple Podcast sees like a sudden spike in five stars or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. But um, we but may yeah. never know, and I don't think they will either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we have a segment called Reaching for the Stars, uh, and it's where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, that's you, um, to go on to Apple Podcasts right now, especially. I mean, you can go on to Facebook and recommend us and rate us five stars. Yeah. Uh, but we would appreciate the help the most on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a five star rating. We will re uh, and sorry, leave a review in the comments of that five star rating, and we will read it on the air and give you a shout out. Um, I'm in the wrong Gmail account. Um, but yeah, I'm going to read some of these right here. Yes. We've had a bunch from our friend Bo Bandy. Yes. Um, so Just thank you for, I think, three or four episodes trucking. in a row yeah. um, giving us five-star ratings. Uh, we really appreciate that, bud. Um, but uh, let's see. Let me let me get to these fuckers here. Come on now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Vamp for me, Steve. There you go. Okay. Uh, uh, what are, pr- uh, while I'm looking for this real yeah. quick. What are we doing here? What do you have got? any... Do you have any experiences any six dollars to four yes <laughs> as you called out uh uh any experience with mars the red planet in any insignificant way no <laughs> Great uh, job, no <laughs> uh i believe we see it in the night sky which is actually kind of impressive from right. time to time yes but um actually they didn't dive terribly deep into the uh Bar shit on this, right? Yeah, yeah. And the face, like I kind of thought they were going to go more into the face, more. I mean, right. they really went into the pyramid bullshit for the most Hold part. Hold that thought. Hold on. I know I'm holding baby. Um, yeah, our first uh, five star review was from uh, a user Crismo C R Z M O, and he says, "Making my hours fly by." And he says, "Wake up, people!" Quoting the uh, ever more famous, thanks to us, David Wilcox, Five Heads at Freddy's. He owes all his success to us. Um, he says, "These guys are ducking funny." I have watched every episode of Ancient Aliens, so I. Get it every single time. I have also went back and listened to all their podcasts, starting with episode one. All the impressions are on point. 
Uh, I've started doing my own kind of impressions. Uh, thank you, Chris Mel, for that yeah. nice review there. Um, and then, what day is this from? I hate that, again, now. there's also no good, um, like, aggregator of podcast data. So right. it's nice that I get reports on our um, general reviews bullshit, and, yeah. and all that shit. Oh, there's the one-star waste of time review <laughs> that I can't seem to get out. Um, here we go. Um, our next one is from... Uh, EWM0811 mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and he says, uh, you guys are kind of awesome. Gives us a five-star review and says, been watching Ancient Aliens since the beginning. I recently found your podcast, and you guys are great. It's so hard to not laugh as I'm listening because I'm working while listening. But keep up the great stuff. Your impressions are perfect. Can't wait to hear more from you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much, EWM0811. <laughs> yeah, did it. I'm guessing that's an Android model number or yeah, something like that. robot. Maybe it's he's the in like AI a, who's discovered our show. Right. Maybe that's like his his like serial number. Maybe he's like in a future camp, uh, you know, uh, work camp or something like that. And he's talking to us through back through time. Yeah. Um, he had a flux capacitor. Us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the through is, one channel low. <laughs> right. I thought there was a third, but that is the same one from Crismo that my chartable e- uh, email put in the same. So um, I believe Bo Banny did another one. Can't find it. Don't want. I don't one remember one from this past week. Maybe not. I could be wrong. And there's oh, some Facebook well, thanks, messages Bo and shit for blowing it and dropping but, the ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, I think I'm confused. We have we got a bunch of nice messages on yeah, Facebook yeah. too. But uh, as we move on, yes. Um, but yeah. Um, this episode was. Do we have any more housekeeping stuff? No. Oh, I sorry. mean, not in the up. We, uh, oh, Patreon. Yeah, we uh, we posted uh, our second piece of March content uh, on Patreon a um, couple nights ago, I think. Two or three nights ago. Friday? Yeah. Friday night? Yeah. Yeah. On the 29th. Yes. Um, so please support us on Patreon if you like our content. Uh, Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Um, every month for $5 a month or more, you get two exclusive podcasts from us. And uh, again... We love all the support you can give for free. Subscribe. Again, give us five-star ratings, all that fun stuff. But if you like us and feel like supporting us and have some bucks to give, give us some of those space bucks, and you can get more and more content. So we now have four pieces of content on there. And then remember, on Patreon, for those that don't know or aren't familiar with Patreon, you are basically just can give people a monthly subscription, yeah. uh, artists or whoever, uh, to make more of the shit that you like already so right, right. Um, and we want to make sure you guys are getting actual shows because that's what people want from podcasters they like so yeah. Um, yeah we just posted a review kind of a deep dive probing deeper into uh, a documentary called Eyes of the Mothman One from the 2011 um, which was kind of the the progenitor to all of Steve and I's paranormal talk with each other even yes. before Ancient Aliens came yes. out so um, but uh, and then earlier in the month we premiered our new Patreon exclusive podcast Adventurous Ghosts, the podcast where we investigate each adventure of Ghost Adventures. Each, each adventure. Yeah, each investigation. Each, every investigation of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have the first episode on there. It is uh, investigating the, the pilot episode. It, I don't know if it's the pilot. It's the first, it's the first episode Whatever. of the main season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Bobby Mackey's Music World. Uh, they go to an old country music roadhouse kind of bar thing yeah uh where there it's a very haunted place supposedly so yeah. um but yeah we are going to keep doing that podcast once a month on patreon to start um and uh yeah if you want to listen give us a dough give us <laughs> some dough yeah um some ass dough. yeah shout out to uh, our newest patron petri liuhuto the file yes thank you very much 
Petri. Petrifier. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, he's, he finds rocks very sexual. Yeah. Yeah. In her only face. young rocks, though. Exactly. <laughs> oh, these are rocks only about a thousand right. years old. <laughs> he's a MARP. He's a, a minor or, or a MRAP, a minor yeah. rock attracted person. So. Yes. Um, James him up his ass. Yes. Um, Thank you for the support. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jamming fucking racks yeah. up your ass. Fucking Thanks for your dick. fucking dollar, Petri. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode is all about the red planet Mars. Uh, I I didn't love this episode. I wasn't as entertained by this episode because it had actually very little of the ancient astronaut theorists. But right. I'd probably may, I maybe respect this episode more than almost any other because minute for minute they had more actual experts. Right. Talking about the subject matter they are experts in. Yeah. <laughs> in fields they have worked in for long periods of time. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of crazy. I mean, there's definitely some of the wacky, usual, mm-hmm. like big leaps with all the Anubukaki stuff. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for the most part, they were just theorizing and it was all actual scientists saying how theoretically this could or could not be happening. Right. Do you think there's a porn star called Anna Bukaki? Uh There is now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me. Yes! <laughs> um, Drench me, baby, in that cream. yellow wet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's like so pungent yeah. and odorific. Oh, this is like a old margarine. <laughs> <laughs> All Which is drippy. delicacy in the Japan. We did not use it very much. Someone did say they're Japanese on here. So. Oh. <laughs> Arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, the they have a, uh, multiple guys from NASA. Yeah, they got Seth Shostak, so, Shostak on there, who's the guy that is one of the directors of SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial uh, Intelligence. Yes, um, and they have uh, the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> uh, Matloff, uh, Greg Matloff, or something like that. Is this the hair lip? He's no. Greg Matt Greg Matt lost. Oh, is yeah. the guy with the lisp sounds yeah. like Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. And he's talking about the possibility for life. Did someone say Bukaki? Oh. Mm. Oh, someone talking yeah. about Japanese oh, girls. Soon ye come here, girl. <laughs> Don't be too late, ye, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're, you're like, oh. <laughs> the classic like Oh, arm behind your fucking yeah. head. Oh, oh boy. Well, I mean, that means she's pregnant with his baby, which means she took a cream pie. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He did oh, some geez. shitty wordplay about yeah. soon and late. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope she doesn't have a baby. He oh, might man. try and take it. Um, but, yeah, it, I appreciate that. Uh, also, full of full of three guys that we have met and befriended in real life by being audience members at their Alien Con uh, uh, panels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <be friend. laughs> I was waiting to see if yeah. you got We're that. all the big buddies. Right. Um, you know, you know Mike Barr with his big sausage fingers. Right. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Brandenburg and uh, what the fuck is his name? Richard Frisbee or Robert Frisbee. Um, that's the hair look guy you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Dr. Frisbee, I'll call him since right. I can't remember his first name. Uh, I but prefer yeah. hit to call him Disc. <laughs> I prefer Hitler. I thought you were going to say. No, but. Uh, uh, they were both at Alien Con and be Lippler. That was <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were on Mine with Travis Lippler. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were on with uh, Travis Taylor, who yeah. was uh, another NASA 
scientist, laser engineer, or whatever. And that's when they burned Barra pretty bad because yes. they all were talking about their PhDs and Barra right. didn't have any. Yeah, this I mean, Travis Taylor wasn't on the show at the at the this show's airing, which was still 2014, I believe. Yeah, um, he's one on the new class, uh, like Saved by the Bell. Yes. But, uh, Arguably a better show than the original. Okay. Hot take. Huh? Sorry. Um, hey, West Coast Geek bailed. He would have battled you on that, okay? <laughs> uh, of course I don't believe that. Come yeah, on, guys. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we do talk about the crust of this planet quite a bit, too. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, that was our favorite panel, I think, because we got experts talking about shit. And the experts kind of – they don't buy into everything, but – they're, they're the first ones to say, oh, yeah, I mean, this the evidence leads me to believe that there was water on a mass scale and possibly yeah, life yeah. on Mars at some point. So, sure, if you want to say there was some race of aliens that's interacted with us, technically that's possible more than just, you know, uh, if there weren't evidence for – like Because, right. like, the ancient astronaut theorists fucking look up in the sky and go, oh, on that planet over there. Because right. they talked about this star. There was people there. This is what they down. saw. At least Mars is like, yeah, there was evidence there could have been life a long time ago. And went right. through a very similar um, experience with a giant asteroid hitting it that fucked its entire atmosphere and climate yeah, yeah, up yeah. forever. So, um, But, yeah, we start off this episode uh, with the our first mission to Mars. Uh, us Americans, our first missions to Mars. Um, <laughs> I forgot that. Uh, uh, with the Viking spacecraft. So uh, 1975, we launched this fucker up there. It's singing old battle tunes, you know, yeah. like of the, the Nordic gods uh, of old. Yes. Yeah. Uh, talking the about... The one-eyed monster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Odin, the one-eyed monster. Um, but uh, at, at the time, uh, Mars is considered still just a dead planet. Yeah. Um, you know, there's huge temperature swings. There's no atmosphere on it or very little, so much so that it doesn't really protect anything. It also doesn't have like a... Uh, a big enough moon to have protected it from a lot of debris. Mm-hmm. They talk about that a lot. Yeah. Because I guess our moon protected us a lot from yeah, just, it, well, debris. Yeah, the gravitational pull, basically mm-hmm. the moon sucks that in. So it's like a defender. Just like right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically acts like a blocker. Like it's just going to defer. You know, you got to bend it like Beckham if you're going to get around that sweet, sweet moon. Otherwise, that goalie's staying up. And uh, I might indeed. Oh, hey, I got <laughs> That's a one. Good one, Joe. <laughs> Don't you call it out oh, being positive yeah. yourself. Um, Content was a plus, but yeah, calling it out like yeah. that. You had a glow. Minus. Ruin it. Back down. Shit. Uh, anyways, yeah. So a lot of it's just the moon just sucks in right. because of its gravitational pull. Then oh, it, you know, not only is a physical blacker, but then you got right. these magnetism style things right. happening. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks all those rocks right off and right, right. in. It's a gluttonous moon. Sucks those rocks off. Yes. Gets those rocks off yeah. of us. Um, Ain't no hollow bullshit. Does it do that Ooh, kind we of... Have dropped out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it that kind of slingshot effect that happens that we, they talk about in movies all the time when, oh, we don't have any more thrusters. We're going to have to slingshot around the moon or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just overall, it can cause a slingshot or it can right. just, you know, cause that item or <laughs> that item, the debris or whatever, just to impact the moon itself right. or divert it. Yeah. Got it. Now, our own gravitational pull might suck some of them meters in as well. Right. So the meters? <laughs> yeah. The meter maids. Yeah. The world just being destroyed by parking meters. Yeah. <laughs> From oh, around the galaxy. Shit. <laughs> it's full of corners. Right. <laughs> this could teach us so much about their vehicles. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Jonathan Young, uh, curator of the Joseph Campbell archives, is on, and he's waxing poetic about 
Mars and how throughout the ages humans were obsessed with Mars and they wrote yes. poetry and worked it into their religions and all this shit. Um, and uh, yeah, Robert Frisbee, PhD, sorry. Uh, hair lip guy. Uh, you said mine hair lip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I said Adolf instead of yeah. Robert. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he says... Uh, <laughs> This is my first time here. He goes, Uh-oh. He goes. Uh, now we've been crossed. I don't know. I can't really it, do this. He kind of has like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, little, to... kind of a slumpy lisp, right? Yeah. But it's like your little high pitch. Right? Oh, no. It has a like, it's, uh, it's. Because no. he kind of, kind of reminds me of guys like my dad would hang out with. Right. Uh, like, because my dad hung out with like the race car guys and then they were into she like these engineers. She was 16 years old. Yeah. She was 16 See, years old. <laughs> I mean, a little, everything's a little New York yeah, right it's now. It's got to be a little deeper. He d- Yeah. He was only 16 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even remember like what he sounds a little like. boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything oh, with a lisp kind of oh, sounds like that. <laughs> these Mars aliens were so naughty and I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I was bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of sounding like uh, that character Forval from uh, yeah, Comedy yeah, Bang Bang. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of still yeah. get real stabby. Because um, you got to make the lift yeah. coming in here. I don't hey, know. let's Fuck chalk it. it up to I need more. I need to listen to this guy Just more give him a straight so, read. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Women are beautiful yes. and vaginas are the most attractive thing. I have a hard penis yes. only looking at vaginas. <laughs> right. Not says, another hard penis. Right. He says... We've been obsessed with living on Mars. It's kind of funny because he totally does not talk. We've been obsessed with living on Mars throughout history. Venus is more like Mars inside, or more like Earth in size and gravity, but it's a hellhole in the solar system. Mars is right in our grasp. So, um, this the 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 last two segments of this whole episode are more about um, life being possible on Mars. How that has become uh, a little more mainstream in the past couple decades, right? And also to the point where, like, everyone's like, sure. Like, nobody really fights it anymore because yeah. at least a couple rocks had bacteria fossils in them. Right, so, right. Um, but uh, they, got, they talk about how uh, Egyptians were the first to, like, write down Mars. Location. Like, yeah. Like, and and, and uh, they had it on a star map they called the Senemit star map. Mm-hmm. Um, Semenit star map. Um, if you don't know what to do, just semen it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They painted uh, a couple hundred years later. That was at 1500 BC. Yep. A couple hundred years later, they painted on the tomb of Seti the uh, First. Yes. A little connection to Seti. There it search is. Search for extraterrestrial boom, boom. intelligence. Um, yeah, I definitely think some of those things they come up with the name, then acronym it out. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the Greeks. Ooh, the Greeks. I had a lot of loud talking this weekend. So I'm yeah. a little horse. Oh, horse. What do you little horse? Isn't that from? Uh, the Val Kilmer's parody spoof movie. Uh, I don't know. Where he's the spy. Yeah. The Saint? No. <laughs> Which wasn't the a spoof. parody movie. Yeah. That one took itself yeah. too seriously. You don't remember where it's like the the one like scientist guy has the big eye because mm. it's like under the magnifying oh, glass? Oh, yeah. It's a uh, top secret. Top secret. Yeah. And she goes, see what little horse? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And it's like a little horse goes. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the Greeks feared Mars, uh, or Ares, as they called him, but the, they, they saw the planet, um, yeah. and uh, it wasn't called Mars until the Romans basically stole their religion, and we get all of our planetary names from the Roman version of Greek mythology, right. uh, where he was called Mars. But um, uh, they called it such because uh, they said it glowed like the red, uh, glowed red like the blood spilled on the battlefield in war. So that must be where the god of war is from, or is the god of war, yeah. or whatever. So they were kind of scared of it when you could see Mars, which... 
I don't know, it's like once every eight or nine years or something, you can see Mars pretty visibly right. for a few months or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, in a world where warfare was happening constantly, it seemed like you could say, oh, Mars is oh, out, there's a war. Yeah. But it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, yes, there's, there's always, always shit happening, up. but yeah. we're noticing it here because it's yeah. scary out there. So um, This is an excuse to go fuck shit up. Right. Um, they did have an interesting factoid. I've mentioned this on the show before, too. But uh, Jonathan Young talks about how everything warfare was like was martial so the term martial came from mars yes the god of war so like martial arts so um caesar augustus uh julius is a little baby boy he was really mad when brutus and whatever that other guy's name uh was from the julius caesar play um or the shakespeare play sorry they killed julius caesar he started a war to avenge his dad uh, and take over from the conspirators. He prayed to Ares slash Mars to win the war, and he won. And Caesar Augustus became, like, the greatest Caesar of all time or whatever. Yeah. So um, The biggest salad forever to reign supreme yes. and feed <laughs> right. the masses. Yes. There will be raw egg and anchovies yeah. that make many women scared to eat it while pregnant. <laughs> and it will taste <laughs> salty and delicious, just right. as mine yes. hath ever did right. flow. May my <laughs> semen never be yellow <laughs> Never be yelloweth, for I will always be consistently emptying yes. <laughs> into Anabukakis. Only if it's yellow. <laughs> Too much yolk within the egg, which is a bad sign. Do not eat. Well, that was the Do old not saying. Forward. That was the old saying was there's there's too much yolk within the egg. Yeah. And that's what like prostitutes would say. They go, Oh, there's too much yolk within your egg. Let me help you, good Augustus. Mm, over easy, I see. <laughs> or I'm gonna make you over hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's the kind of joke I would make. Now so I'm going to rate it highly. Pretty good. I'm going to document that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he wins the huge war and attributes it to praying to Mars. He builds a big fucking temple. This is kind of the, the most pointless shit in the beginning here. It's just like, hey, how did everyone like Mars when we were growing yeah. up as as humans? You know, so yeah. um, he makes this temple that supposedly opens and closes when Mars is out and shit like that. You got a funny from Someone, the, uh, the chat. Uh, Blorin uh-huh. <laughs> wrote, oh. This is amazing, especially post Brian Steve with an eggplant emoji. <laughs> I was like, there's no eggplant emoji behind yeah. Steve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just get wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, wallpaper just with a huge dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a suction cup peening yeah. in there. Um, but, yeah, uh, put a flashlight attachment yeah. and then the other attachment. <laughs> We're open to everyone, okay? Mm-hmm. Whoever wants the service. That's the bi-curious wall. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tri-curious. Yes. <laughs> Continue a conversation from work today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, by uh, the 1860s, Mars fever was sweeping the world. Uh, yeah. It kind of cuts from, like, the B.C. times where Caesar was to... And then in the 1860s, astronomers were all over this fucking planet. Yeah, and yeah. like, okay, I guess you're not going to have any other okay. examples from in between yeah. then. But um, uh, an Italian astronomer, Angelo Sette, uh, yeah. was uh, observing and writing about Mars. Is the first telescope that could actually, like... Uh, they could they could view it and take pictures of uh, like very blurry pictures yeah. too, um, but because uh, they were fucking Italian engineering, huh? I can say that I'm Italian. Yeah, um, <laughs> 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 Great, <laughs> Mars the pan. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, want us to go backwards? No, I don't. Are care. you sure? Yeah, okay. it's fine. Sorry, um, I didn't but, even. <laughs> I think we've said your name on okay. the show too. Yeah, it's kind of sounding like you said asshole. Yeah, too. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 
But yeah, they uh, he was observing Mars. What? She also asked if we think Hulk Hogan's ever been to Mars. Oh, I mean, when he was fucking Bubba the Love Sponge's wife with uh, Bubba's consent, yes. I'm sure that was an extraterrestrial experience yeah. for and, sure. Yeah, they went to a whole other plane yes. and dimension. And she was on her period, I heard, so maybe yes. it was a little red planet. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> His yellow meets red. Yeah. Call that the old ketchup and mustard routine. <laughs> a little ketchup on my eggs, brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't call me your brother. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was the thing? Oh, and he was the first guy to see the uh, canals or canale. Yeah. On uh, uh, that's what Seth Showstock says. He's like, and he's like, he's, like, he's looking at the shit, and he's like, it's a canale. <laughs> I'm like, as if that word is just fun to say, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Which I can appreciate about a scientist. Canal. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just jamming canes into yeah. people's asses. <laughs> now, is that candy, walking, or raising? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm raising cane. Oh, yeah. It's oh. a new uh, sitcom show. <laughs> We're going to put these extra hot chicken fingers up your fucking ass tonight, huh? <laughs> One kind of sauce only. <laughs> yeah. It, it's... Oh, speaking of which, I right. think I got a bloody nose. Oh, nice. Uh, do you want to go take care? Oh, you got oh. your blood. You got your blood catch rags right here, yeah. folks. Um I feel like I'm putting so much more on right now than we usually do. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, a bunch of other astronomers after that started writing about Mars. And a lot of the kind of like Jules Verne style sci-fi about Mars started creeping into the zeitgeist as newspapers were reporting. Like, like hey, here's a picture of Mars for the first time, which is pretty cool at the yeah. time. So, um, But uh, they cut back to... The Viking space probe again. Yeah. Uh, or the Viking ship, sorry. And it launches its first probe onto the planet. And this is the first time that humanity's ever stuck a probe into another planet's little there hole. So um, we get Frisbee on here again, who worked at NASA. And uh, he talks about being one of the first to see the images that came back, which was really cool. Like, uh, he, again, a primary yeah. source that was seeing. And he's like, he's like, uh, <laughs> And the the wasteland <laughs> looked kind of like the high desert in California, like Death Valley or something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, yeah. he kept calling it. He the... has like a double hairlet too. Oh, he's like... got yeah, dub hairs. Yes, <laughs> the wasteland. This is what happens in space, right? Uh, but uh, he kept calling it the when Pacific. You fuck people in the ass, <laughs> Donnie. It's a weird space. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did say he kept calling them the Pacific Desert. I, yeah, exactly. But I think, yeah, Which he just... very... No, I know. Right. And then he goes in Death Valley, this and that. It's like... Exactly. Don't... I don't know. Just <laughs> saying it Pacific Desert It's a term no sense. one uses. Yeah. It's like a colloquialism no one uses. Yeah. So, um, But uh, but yeah, like he said... And he, so back in 75, he was there and he was like... And, and it's cool because this is the first time we'd seen the topography from the fucking ground in pretty high resolution images. Like these were sharp images that they're showing. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like it'd be out and in fucking... if there's life, there is fucking ground. Right. It's all fucking ground. <laughs> right. It looks like Red Rock Canyon yeah. or something like that, or Sedona. Um, but uh, we get Gil Levin on, who is another NASA scientist, and he was um, the first guy. He's like just a typical old man. What are you doing? <laughs> Trying not to bleed into the fucking camera? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Little uh, <laughs> blow ketchup in your eggs there, yeah. huh? Um but uh, you guys will see that. Yeah. We'll see that. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, it's it. full of fucking AIDS, man. Here, wait. Oh my god, I think I. Oh god. Oh, I, think I smell something. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to do that anymore. Oh boy. <laughs> I put on a fake nose from oh. uh, 
Steve has I been waiting monster. for that opportunity yeah. for like a, it's ever since we started this podcast. Yeah, was just ever since that fucking nose. thing has been sitting on this nightmare table that we yeah. record on. Well, I need to glue it back on the my pet monster of course. came from. Of course. The football edition. Right. That's what you call your penis, oh, right? It's worth a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once I glue it on, it'll yeah. be worth like zero. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. We'll be good here. <laughs> it won't be worth the cum that's embedded in the fur. Nope. Um, we will be documenting this. <laughs> You fucking the, <laughs> my pet monster, uh, or the sale of it? Yeah, <laughs> just bringing around a cum drenched plushie and uh, yeah. oh, yeah. how much would you? Uh, Steve oh, goes to are a lot the of... eggs <laughs> over easy or are they hard on that one? Oh, they were uh, over easy. Yes, oh, a whole new meaning to the term swap meats. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Gil Levin is on here as a NASA scientist, and he was like the first. He was the scientist that first tested the soil samples. Um, and, and the way they did the test was to see if there was life, sorry, yeah. uh, was to check for bacterial life. The signature of life that they agreed upon as, as NASA was if there are these bubbles, these micro bubbles that get formed. Well, expul- expulsion of carbon dioxide. Right. So basically bio, what was it? Bi- I was going to say biogenic, but it's like, mm-hmm. bi- why, why am I blinking? Biodome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, matter. What is biomatter? Is it fuck organic? Organic. There mm-hmm. you go. Which is carbon based. Mm. Um, yeah. So anything that is organic expels carbon dioxide. <laughs> Some, and a little monoxide <laughs> yeah. too, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Stop farting on the show, please. <laughs> um, then look yeah. at the camera for yeah. help. Hey, come Ooh, on, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, then uh, then the bubbles would appear, and right. they could measure the amount of gas. You know, that was exactly. now in there and the right. pressure change. As a sign that the bacteria are literally breathing. Because right. right. he's like, he's like, bacteria breathe just like we do yeah. and all that shit. Oh, um, yeah. And he only needed apparently 30 individual bacteria samples to prove this. And it was consistent. And then NASA was running another type of test. Some other science, some other group yeah. within NASA was like just chomping through a bunch of soil. And they were looking for just raw organic material in the soil. Like, and they were like, we didn't find enough bacteria. Or we didn't, or sorry, in like within 3 million samples of bacteria, they, yeah. they didn't find the same evidence of... No, they needed 3 million, so they could never oh, get oh, to 3 sorry. million. So he's saying Got it. his was his test was so sensitive mm-hmm. that it could pick up on 30, right. but NASA's test, which again, I don't know where in NASA he's at if they're right. having rivaling tests. Yeah, again, NASA seems like a weird fucking setup. And from what I've heard, I remember watching some show a long time ago or somewhere. Yeah. A guy was like, I can get to NASA, and here's my playbook. And he like shows you know right. the size of my wiener, a quarter inch. <laughs> right. uh, and he's like, this is all I need. But yeah. if I ran this through NASA, right. it would become two feet, my mm-hmm. dream wiener. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, because everyone's jamming their projects in there, and everything needs right. to happen. It's going to take 18 months or right. three years where yeah. my thing is this big right. and i go real quick right six months i wish i could jam my projects in there and just yeah. make the girls scream that all laughed at me yeah and murder them with my dream wiener my yeah. dream dog <laughs> i could just drown them in the showers again right. just like i was and right. forced to do things yes. i didn't want to do yes um, showers of backed up american yellow semen yeah and i said <laughs> eggs over easy <laughs> bitch yeah <laughs> like was Freddy Krueger style. oh yeah uh, Were you sorry, Jesse Smollett? No, Jesse. <laughs> who's the guy from Breaking Bad? Jesse. Uh, oh, uh, Pinkman. Pink? Pinkman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Pinkman. Because he was always <laughs> one bitch. in the Pinkman, two in the Stinkman. Huh? Hell yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah. But basically, that NASA like convolutes things and makes things very right. Much there seems to more be difficult than they should be. Now, right. how true that is, I don't know. And again, I don't know where this guy's projects. Obviously, right. is he if he's getting access to this dirt, right? He's somewhere in NASA, right? right. 
And yeah, that's the thing. It seems like NASA is more of a kind of a loose consortium of like it's almost like a project management group that hires contractors. Oh yeah, which are these scientists? I had a friend that yeah worked at NASA, but he worked for a company on the NASA base, and mm. they were in charge of these projects. Right. But it was still under the NASA. Blanket. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. And so there's going to be not necessarily because they don't know their rivals, but there's going yeah. to be rival evidence being presented. Yeah. Which I guess ultimately is good because it keeps some a lot of it blind. Right. It keeps the scientific method a little more pure. Maybe. Well, and again, all these scientists trying to prove their point, and right. then the whole that's the beauty of science, right? right? Like everyone's trying to prove each other wrong. Right. And they're trying to get to a truth that they all accept. Right. Um. Where, you know, that's the argument of religions and other things. Like, mm-hmm. if they go in with their own bias, they're going to get to their answer. So right. if no one's there to openly count, you know, counter exactly. them, right. then you're not going to really get very far. Right. Uh, but, yeah, this guy basically said his test was much more simple yeah. and could run a lot more lean. Yeah, he's like, my my test worked. But they went the other way and officially said to the public of the entire world that there is no life on Mars, and yeah, yeah. which is kind of a shame. You know, it's, well, and he's like, they were playing it safe and didn't want to do this, this, and that. But right. he showed three chambers, only one of which had bubbles. Right. Which, again, it's like, I don't know. I, I'd be curious what that gas was. Right. Was a gas just expelling from the rock because it's heating up or cooling off or he, changing temperature? He did say, the same guy, Gil Levin, says he's like... He's like, I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the the soil there is very reactive chemically, and so you might wonder if it was like. You know, I, that's I know what I'm saying maybe it's reacting in another what, way. Yes, I'm I'm well, going with your point here. Um, you know, maybe you shouldn't always try to prove everyone wrong <laughs> and just accept Christ in your heart. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, evidence on Shut Earth. Up, <laughs> oh God, this is not him. He is not home. <laughs> Uh, they're talking about evidence on Earth here in the next segment. So yeah. um, we go back for the trillionth time to Mexico, to Teotihuacan, the very Same. famous uh, pyramid complex that's down there. Uh, I so, got a pyramid complex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, every, my whole life, every goal, it just leads me further and further to wanting to be a pyramid for people, right? Yeah. To just be firm, triangular. Scheming. Yes, a foundation for all... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. And uh, how much you getting to work that complex? Yeah. Getting paid to paint the different halls and different things down here at the pyramid complex. Oh, I just don't have to pay my pyramid dues every month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, or it's reduced a little. It's subsidized. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, nice. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, we go to Teotihuacan and, uh, and specifically this uh, huge cavern that runs under the city and the main pyramid. Yeah. Um, the the main pyramid is also the temple of the feathered servant, um, uh, Kukulkan, I believe. Kukulkan or Quetzalcoatl? I think it's Kukulkan. Uh, Can't yeah, remember right. which one. Um, but uh, it's that fancy pyramid with the steps that on the equinox and solstice, the the steps shadows like look yeah. like they're moving oh, down those fancy or pyramids. up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, to to mimic the feather serpent gods, you know, going ascending to uh, the top of the pyramid right. or coming out of it. So, yeah. which of course the ancient ancient astronaut theorists say. It's because it's a landing. It's him leaving the right. world and flying off in a spaceship and shit. So, um, but yeah, there's the, this is the first mention of this cavern yeah. under the city. Yeah. Um, and again, in this segment, he's only on once in a great while. He's like a chinless dude. I can't remember his name, but he's like a Mayan expert. He's on like once yeah. every two seasons or something. Mm-hmm. But at least he is a Mayan archaeologist. Um, right. And uh, he, you said he Kinda looked like, like. Oh, go ahead. No, you, I was saying you said he looked like somebody on the show. 
You were saying he kind of looks like uh, some character or something, right? The chinless guy. Oh, the this is the guy that looks like high pitch Eric's yeah. cousin or something. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, but again, intelligent man. Oh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't have the gout, but has uh, like <laughs> yeah, the big yeah. teeth, big head, almost like a thumb. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. He. Yes. Guys. That's yeah. what he looks like. Yeah, is like a giant thumb. <laughs> what is it? Those thumb wars guys that yeah, like thumb the, wars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Know them thumb gays, yeah. the thumb wars. Yeah, annoying thumb orange or whatever it's called. Yeah. Same um, caricatures. Yes, but uh, uh, the whole point of this is they they found some weird golden balls down there. With Ooh, the, uh, the center was clay. Um, no one knows what purpose they serve. They don't really go into what purpose they serve. Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned that there was uh, uh, gold flecks in embedded in the walls of the cavern, so that when yeah. you walk through it with a torch, uh, it would look real Actually, fucking cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, Just but, light up. Yeah, and they were like, oh, it would look like the stars. And they, they kind of are implying that, oh, maybe these orbs uh, represent the planets or something like that down like there. Like it was aligned in such a way that right. it was the, truly the night sky. Yes, but they don't go into that at all. So, right. Well, and if um, the night sky is always changing, like what day, because they were really good at calendars and where exactly. the stars were. So. And, and, and they, the balls were just sitting loose. They were in a pair of boxer shorts, oh, yeah. if anything. These were growers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Usually balls are described as growers or showers. Yeah. But uh, oh, I mean, you got to grow them that be. way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those don't just happen. Right. But. Yeah, they got weights and stretching yeah, devices an and things, you know. Just uh, like a fine wine. <laughs> Fermenting a fine cheese <laughs> next to my asshole yeah. under my ball sack. From Munda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, they really don't then touch upon, like, the placement of the orbs or anything like that. Yeah. Um, they just go more into... How they were crazy with calendars and super mathematically sound. They talk about the Dresden Codex, which we talked about before mm-hmm. on this show. It's one of four remaining books that the Maya actually wrote. So four, one of four remaining primary sources yeah. uh, of Mayan culture by Mayans uh, right. themselves. So um, they, it's it's mostly an astronomical almanac. And yep. Mars is mentioned there a lot. Um, and uh, they even calculated a Martian year, so like uh, it's like 768 days or something. To mm-hmm. and literally, and I mean, the guy, uh, the Mayan expert, he's like, just makes a simple point. He's like, yeah, like they calculated how long mathematically as well that Mars took to a visible human eye yeah. to enter the same spot in the sky from when it started and made one revolution. Right? Mm-hmm. You can literally just set up a fucking series of sticks with a hole or something concrete and that so it just stays there for yeah. a year and once it fills the somebody just has to go out there yeah. and look up every night and go not there and then on the night finally oh it's there you know right, right. and you can just count the days how many days that fucking took you know right. so again like and my point is is that they constantly talk about how they had advanced knowledge of astronomy how could they have this without aliens right. and it's again, like they think that this all happened in a week right it's like no this yeah. is Many hundreds of years. Right. The the Mayans were not doing advanced Einsteinian calculus on the fucking chalkboard or something, right? right? They you could still learn astronomical facts or patterns or or thing, you know, whatever. Um, even to be able to predict certain placements of yeah. things just by observing and recording them, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, they postulate that because the Mayans also drew pictures of. A big comet strike or Kukulkan, the feathered serpent, flying into the red planet. And then they have this whole myth about how he went to what they're calling in ancient in ancient aliens the episode Mars. Yeah. It, but it seems to be the equivalent of that red thing in the sky, which that's, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But uh, there's this legend where Kukulkan went up there. Um, I feel like I'm... 
<laughs> he went there and killed hey. Mars. Uh, but hey, people. The, yeah. I can't fucking take when people do the clap emoji oh. in between each word. It drives me fucking insane. But, I thankfully don't see that a bunch. Um, but, um, but yeah, so uh, he goes up there and apparently, like, fucking flays the skin off of this this being that represents Mars and wears it and comes back. Yeah. Um, even Jonathan Young, he's like a strikingly violent story about <laughs> the death of this. <laughs> and they would, and he's like, oh, they would perform the ritual hard. too, yeah. um, with people apparently, but um, to represent that that uh, religious story for them. Right. But uh, but of course now they're postulating that because they drew that picture, they're like they're like, did that mean that they knew about the 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 comet that fucking hit Mars and destroyed the the atmosphere that we've been talking about now, yeah, yeah. you know, and and. Uh, um, and it's like, well, no, like, if, if everything in your religion is based on things you see in the sky, mm-hmm. of course there are <clears throat> fucking stories. Or you might see astronomical events, like something exploding or shooting stars or yeah. whatever, you know, um, northern lights, shit like that. But, Going um, nuts. Right. And, and put a story to it. So, um, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, Frisbee and Jonathan Brandenburg, um, they wrote a book together, and it's called The Life and Death of Mars. Um, and they they were kind of the first ones to theorize that some big ecosystem destroying asteroid uh, collided with a once Earth like Mars back in the day, so many millions of years ago. Um, Seth Shostak actually agrees. He's like he's like he's like no, there's 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 a lot of evidence showing that Mars used to have a fairly Earth like atmosphere um, and gravity and whatever too, and lots yeah. of water. So. Um, and um, and and I even made the note here. I was like, "This is the most fucking experts we've ever had talking about the subject they're talking about in a scientific manner." Yes, like they've barely showed any of the ancient astronaut theorists so far at all. So right. I actually don't think they've showed them at all, or maybe just in the intro or something like that. But they showed Richard Nick, Rader, but he's not really an ancient astronaut theorist. He's and just Barra, a classic professor. He does make an appearance, but later, right? right? But we're only halfway through the right, show. Right, so, right. Um, but uh, and here's where we get to. The real crux of, of uh, the matter here. So uh, it's all about Mars or Mars origins or human origins from Mars on Earth. So right. um, this is where we get real speculative. So uh, 1889, uh, archaeologist Austrian Henry Laird discovers the uh, Assyrian library of Ashapanapal. Um, and this is where, we've talked about this a billion times, where the original cuneiform stone tablets were found, which is... Um, the original Mesopotamian, like the first written language with this cuneiform script. Yeah. Um, and it's basically wed- – it's, it's called like wedge letters. So they would just take a oh, wedge right, of right. a knife and make these shapes to represent their letters. So um, it's to this day the oldest written text we can find in human history. Right. Uh, written language uh, in particular. So that actually has grammar and shit. Uh, they were on the seven tablets of creation. Um, and uh, there's a very complicated – Mesopotamian word for it, which I couldn't pronounce. Um, but uh, and then they bring in some old bag who is uh, a follower of Zacharias Sitchin, who's yeah. the fucking sci-fi writer author who translated these cuneiform scripts later and wrote a bunch of sci-fi stories about. Oh boy, here we go. Attention seeker, two The second time this episode. You're very nose-oriented, yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Zachary Sitchin is a fraud and a sci-fi writer. Right. Um, who, who he's the guy. Like, so much of ancient astronaut theory is about the Anunnaki, these ancient Mesopotamian gods, 
that uh, were actually aliens. They came down, enslaved early primates. Uh, they needed them to be smart enough to mine gold because they needed gold for their atmosphere back home. Right. So they genetically blended their own DNA with those of Earth primates, and that's how humans, how Homo sapiens were created. Right. Because that makes sense. To mine gold. Right. For our new listeners uh, out there, friends watching the show, um, it's insane. Most of the theories on ancient aliens can be explained away as why would hyper-advanced aliens that could get here from trillions of miles away... Um, which would mean they would need some sort of uh, understanding of quantum mechanics, of you know, manipulating yeah. black holes, uh, wormholes, things like yeah. that, leather tubes. All the holes. Um, Manipulate space. any hole, you know, rod travel right. within the hole. The technology to travel faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Um, to, and to make <laughs> your eggs right. not exist at all. Right. Not even over easy. Right. They, those eggs, could ne- the yolk could never even think of turning yellow because yeah. they were never there. Yeah. So you can't get backed up in your sack, yeah. If they were never, if they didn't exist yeah. in the first place, there's no load to blow, right? Then how are you backed, bro? There you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good for the uh, old bro. Yeah. <laughs> Constitution. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, for for aliens that advanced, maybe millions of years advanced more than us, if not thousands or hundreds of thousands of years advanced yeah. more. Why the fuck would they need? Mammalian human things well, to to mine such gold a with goddamn pickaxes. complicated process right. to just make these creatures right. mine for gold. We have we have fucking machines now. <laughs> yeah, literally fuckingmachines.com, sponsor of the show. Yeah, I um, pay many dollars to watch yes. women, right, and men, uh, women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the men turn on the machines yes, and yes, stuff. They activate yes. them. <laughs> they would like come and piss on them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. sometimes uh, it rams them, and I wish it was me. And I said, oh my gosh, why can't I live my best life? Um. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have machines now that can go onto asteroids, like in movies, mm-hmm. and mine them without being manned. Right? Like yeah. they can mine like minerals and shit like that. Minecraft. Yes. So yeah, we can send Minecraft Steve out there with his little pickaxe. Yeah. I guess zombies. But that's a lot of fucking work. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, why the fuck wouldn't you just send a fucking robot out there, which we can now? And we can't get anywhere close to the speed of light with our travel. Right. Um, so, again, it makes no sense for overly compli- complex advanced beings to do very antiquated human level of thought shit. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Doing that thought shit. I mean, oh, yeah. just Ooh. posting lewds, sexy clap shits. videos, implied nudes. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so um, that's just a quick rundown of how so many of the ancient astronaut theory is based yeah. in that kind of thinking, and do, do, which do calls ever, all of it into question. Right. Does he ever prove how he, quote unquote, translated that language? Because that's super complicated. Like, exactly. If it's right? the most ancient language and you don't have some sort of Rosetta Stone, how is right. this asshole? Because he was not known for being a, a linguist. cunning linguist. Yeah. Um, no, he, but yeah, and, and that's why very quickly actual archaeological linguists were like, this is all bullshit. This is yeah. not correct. Don't listen to this guy. He literally wrote it, kind of like L. Ron Hubbard with with Dianetics for Scientology, to promote sci-fi. He created tw- like a series of like twelve fucking novels right. about the Anunnaki's journey and seeding Earth and all this shit. It was a, it yeah. was a sci-fi. Yes, exactly. So um, Eric von Daniken uh, is on for the one and only time, and he and he and he does his classic fucking point, his non-point, which is if you just change all the terms, then 
and and they didn't know the ones that you needed to explain things and and if you just change all of them to what you know it makes sense and it's like well yes like because he's trying to say like they didn't have a word for heaven back in the uh late 1800s yeah. or a word for space yeah. back then i'm like i think they did a um he's like but like and he's talking about the late uh, uh 19th century astronomers yeah. that uh or sorry archaeologists that translated those original seven tablets of creation yeah um they might have gotten some stuff ro- uh, wrong but they weren't making sci-fi novels out of what they translated, yeah. at least. At least they weren't dishonest scumbags. So, right, right. Um, but, yeah, he's basically saying, you know, if you just change all the terms to what makes sense to you, it'll make sense when yeah. you translate just something. Do it. I'm like, no. Don't be an asshole. That is not the way it works. Uh, we got our first children's chime in here. You want to take a break? Uh, I'm going to grab something. You can go ahead and chime in. Okay. We've got one of our sponsors on the line right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> on the line? <laughs> We're going to do a phone call? No. Oh, Okay. Um. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, we might have our first sponsored content right now, folks. So stay tuned for Steve to stumble back over here. Now, Steve, you did have a foot cramp before we started recording. Has that gone away? Foot cramp's gone. A tiny Charlie horse. Yes, in my foot. Nay, nay. So it's a hoof hoof horse. Oh, there we go. Uh, sponsored content here. Night beacon. Yes. This is how these work. Yes, you touch them. <laughs> Look, now it doesn't. Oh, yeah. go. You seen that? Everyone on the podcast oh, yeah. seen that? Now, this is Matrix-level shit because those Vance machines, they did a whole lot of work there to turn go. us into a night beacon, basically, in, yes. into, for our energy and our body to power yeah. electricity. In the darkness. Yes. Um, there is light. <laughs> Nightbeacon.com. With night beacons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this yes. is our buddy who sells these as a way to hunt lobsters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is a certified no. lobster hunter. Um, and it helps keep the spooky ghosts away. Yes. His name is Van Smelsing. Yes. And he hunts all the most evil lobsters in the in yep. the forest of the water. Yes. And these <laughs> wolven-like lobsters. Where lobsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're over there, yeah. my friend. That's where. And you can find them with Nightbeacon.com's enhanced light feature technology, which will get you there. Uh, basically, it's uh, a, a light... I don't know if he Move over it. the gentleman yeah. chair. <laughs> Night beacons will get you there. Yes. <laughs> Feather in your cap as always. Uh, they, uh, yeah, this this light is activated in water so people can see at night when you're hunting for fracking right. lobsters. He's trying to keep people safe. And does it, it does it, it, doesn't it have little elastic things usually that strap around your wrist? I think you can strap it on anywhere. And is that I mean, for hands-free action? Because it just has to be touching your skin on the two No, no, it doesn't right? touch anywhere. It's water. Water oh. makes a connector. Outside oh. of water, use your skin I see. to be the connector. I never understood that about those. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder how they have to mash it into the skin enough for the two connectors no. to touch skin. Yeah. Or you could, I mean, you could <laughs> ram it in your uh, flesh hole and uh, or your protein hole. Yeah. And it oh, will yeah. always be connected and mm-hmm. you can be seen in the dark as well. Right. Now, if you have a little uh, a little peen as small as you were saying before, yes. that's going to be straight out, right? Yeah. Gonna, and you might, I mean, this thing's probably girthier than myself, for you sure. You might trick some yeah. sexy mer ladies down there Hell yeah. into, uh, you know, oh, what's that light over there? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I bet he has some over-easy oh, yellow backed up. I fucked uh, up. What? You said mer ladies? Yeah. I accidentally went after a man lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep those whale lobsters claws away yeah. from that puppy, though. Chomp, chomp. Yeah. <laughs> if that breaks, hey. it's going to hurt. Hey. I'm only about chomping box, okay? Yeah. yeah. Not getting Thank my you. dick chomped by where lobsters. <laughs> I am staying away from that. <laughs> um, Silver claws. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it takes <laughs> silver claws to defeat werelobsters. <laughs> I guess you have to like put yeah, up your probably. own dukes yeah. with these claws and then yeah, man, up crush dukes. them or maybe just touch them with yeah, it or yeah. something. I mean, I if you know. have a uh, uh, silver-tipped spear gun. Mm, and there's a, a silver lobster claw on the end of the there spear, uh, then it's like a trident that yeah. you're shooting into this Full on. evil, evil... Uh, uh, creation from unconsecrated yeah. sand that below the ocean. The flesh of the rotten, right. which live at the bottom of the sea. Right. It's actually very healthy for the ecosystem, <laughs> and now you're killing all of them. It's kind of like killing pigeons. Yes. <laughs> Just picturing you under the water. Yeah, it's kind of like killing pigeons. Yeah. Just in a hole with like right. a bunch of eels around me. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, anyway so, uh, sorry for that break. Yeah. Welcome back. It's okay. Uh, David Hatcher Children's sponsored by Night Beacons. <laughs> um, <laughs> this children's chime in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, children's chimes in and he, and he says, uh, uh, Now, the Sumerians had a, a number of myths about Mars, including uh, some that the uh, Anunnaki used it as a supply base from here to Earth. And, and subsequently... The Anunnaki ruled the Earth as these extraterrestrial god kings, and eventually the Anunnaki left to go back to their own planet. Or did they? <laughs> and this is yeah, this is now an actual episode of Ancient Aliens because because the first twenty minutes were oh here's Mars scientists talking about Mars, yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's comes on, and he says. Uh, now, we see multiple references in these cuneiform tablets that, in fact, no, uh, they did originate from Mars. These are the cuneiform translations of these tablets from Zacharias Sitchin, who was not writing fact. He was writing science fiction. So, yes. um, uh, sorry, they did originate from Mars, that this is not a dead, isolated, rocky world with nothing on it. But there was life. And apparently... A small Italian boxer named Rocky. Still competing to this day. His coach is not dead. He never died. He's always there. I think his name is Mick, which is a weird racially charged Almost, name because yeah. he was an Irishman in the movie. And his not name was not name. <laughs> name was not McDaniels. Yes. Now, we all have names and not names, yeah. okay? And Am sometimes I? the not names... Are our hot names, yeah. right? Well, that's my balloon knot name. Yes, exactly. Which is what I name my special leathered hole as well. Yes, and that name only comes out when things get hot. Yes, and when the thought is on. Exactly. <laughs> my thought name is Stefan. I was picturing like a thought directly pressing a night beacon into <laughs> your asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can hole over anywhere. <laughs> um. Uh, and then, yeah, Childress is uh, – this is just like a rapid fire, kind of making up for the lack of ancient astronaut theorists yeah. in the first segments. But uh, uh, Childress agrees with the the uh, comet strike theory they were talking about before, too. And he yeah. says, uh, uh, and Mars couldn't be used as a habitable space base anymore. I like to hear him say space base yeah. uh, <laughs> anymore uh, for the Anunnaki. And so, so as we explore Mars, we may find relics of the Anunnaki from a time that – they occupied the red planet itself. So he's saying, "There again, this is the leap the show takes within a five-minute period. We're ha we got NASA scientists talking about here is examples of evidence that I fucking helped find. Yeah, for for life, for even simple life on Mars, or evidence of past water which could bring life on Mars to 
ancient astronaut theorists. And then, because literally, Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, is just like, but what if, what would this say about planets in our, and Earth itself? And blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, boom, it's all about the fucking Anunnaki. And they had a space base and they were running trade in between yeah. the fucking planet. It's just like, right. now God, it's a whole, like, yeah, solar system style. But when you're watching system. the show, if you don't got old Steve and Joe there in your ear on your shoulders, yeah. You know, what, re- yeah, rest in our big uh, yellow egg batter falls down there. Um, <laughs> smell you know, like Cadbury cream. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's Easter every day yes. in these pants. Mm. Um, <laughs> Which it's tis the season, my friend. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, but yeah, quick side note, yeah. I feel like every single no year. Side notes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every single year. Yes. Because, you know, Easter Easter's on a shifting it, well, it's on week, a week, right? No, no, it's not even or, like... Or a set of weeks, right? No, it's... It it's, could be the whole month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This past oh, year... <laughs> oh, dear shit. Uh, no, last year, Easter was last weekend in March. This year, it's like April 20-something. It's been a year since last week? Hell yes. Uh, but yeah, it was in March, like okay. late March, and now it's in late April. Yeah, like I... And it's on a weird calendar. And my point is, every time I care enough to ask about when's Easter this year, yeah. I feel like everyone always answered, oh, it's super late this year. Like, yeah. it feels like it's never not the early ones, but maybe right. I just don't notice. Just like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Yet I have no kids, so guess what? I, I Glad the a, Republicans passed that law, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is not true. I was going to say, <laughs> I, beer, I beer battered those eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> beer battered those babies, huh? Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Well, um, Force-fed them beer until they had alcohol poisoning right. and dying. <laughs> That's what they call SIDS. Yeah. <laughs> um, SUDS. Yeah, I was just going to say my SUD SIDS. Uh, the child was uh, floating in an entire sink basin the full of a uh, cool light. Hazy IPA is pouring really heavy today. <laughs> it was not very good for the child's uh, constitution. <laughs> because now it is at zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, they go off on this huge tangent, just like we did, um, about uh, the Anunnaki being real, being god kings, all their entire lore, um, and that they're apparently millions of years old. Mm-hmm. And then Sooks comes on, and he's like, you know, some people say that, uh, that uh, they escaped to Earth and that we are the Martians. Like, yeah. So they're saying like the Anunnaki escaped. Some of them escaped the planet destroying comet right and then now they're us and it's like well then why the fuck would they forget all the advanced shit they could do right unless they were like stranded but you think they would have come there in a ship and whatever right. and well again the the lost society or, or precursor society right uh, um but yeah it's like they keep saying like oh this was such an advance such an advance it's like well right. where'd they go right why are we not there <laughs> right how do we not have any how do we don't have more technology left over right because yeah all we ever seem to have gotten was Hey, uh, you little primitive screwheads, let let me teach you how to move rocks around, you right. know, and it's like, well, again, okay, maybe give us like clean water and plumbing. <laughs> yeah. You know, they probably, me. yeah, maybe you could be my plumber friend. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, Mr. Naki over there, why don't you install this yeah. fucking toilet right, okay? okay? Why don't you put the wax ring down? <laughs> I was going to say, it needs an extra wax ring, yeah. okay? It needs the replacement kit, not just the new ring. Yeah. Come on, you got to rip the old screws out. You, you bolt the fucking new ring with the new screws on there. Mm, bam, mm. double whammy. And you got some Pinot nipples <laughs> right up the wazoo, and then you bolt that toilet down on them nipples. Mm, 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 double mm, down. Mm. Now, oh. you, <laughs> then, then you and your gals can shit all day oh, long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the ladies are going to love this. Yeah, You're like, a yeah. toilet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, I put a camera in there. <laughs> 
what? <laughs> Nothing. Just facing yeah, the wall. Yeah. The fuck was the point of this? It's got audio hero. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, ladies. Um. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but there's no metal because they go, oh, the metal rusts and deteriorates. But right. if it's fancy oh, yes, space metal, right? Can it last forever? Or can exactly. we have something? Exactly. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're not just like putting crappy iron ore tools or something like right. that. So There's no, like, old circuit boards or right. things, again, yeah, that uh, we know of, especially, right? But then it's like, oh, the stone is a circuit board. Right. Especially, like you said, uh, you'd have to have metal cutting tools that were so strong and resilient they could yeah. cut through the hardest stone in the fucking world and, and diamond-edged whatevers right. and things like that. So, <laughs> I um, said, and gentrify the stone. What's it with the right. stone... Liquefies it's oh uh, vitrified vitrification yeah. yes um, but uh, yeah and then the next segment is kind of about the growing acceptance of life on Mars in the scientific community the mainstream right. uh, this is the first appearance of Greg Matloff which we we kind of lost our shit he is uh, <laughs> credited as, as a NASA consultant but uh, he uh, he's on there he's like it is now widely accepted that Mars once had an atmosphere and conditions not unlike the Earth. Life could well have formed in the oceans there. So, and I'm not really exaggerating no. anything about his, his voice. voice. Yeah. You should watch this episode. Uh, they start talking about Pathfinder and um, the conditions it confirmed when it was up there, getting soil samples and all sorts mm-hmm. of shit. Um, and Seth Showstock comes on and he says, uh, uh, Now, Mars once had a wet past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, didn't we all, Seth? Um, and uh, he says, And if there was water on there for millions of years, maybe something cooked up in that water, maybe even life. Right. So. Again, that's all fair. Just like it happened on Earth. Right. So they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Will Smith came down. He yeah. touched his forgetting wand into the water. It forgot how to just be water, and it became life. Yeah. Because the opposite of water is life. So. Correct. Um, but uh, uh, watch Men in Black 3, the blackiest. <laughs> I haven't seen Men in Black 3, actually. Either have I. I have zero desire <laughs> to. You guys had – well, there was a time period, maybe about a year ago – when Men in Black was on a fairly decent amount in this house when I would come over to record. Part one? Uh, sugar I water? I, I'm a sh- uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Men in Black one, sugar water. Yes. <laughs> Eggers revenge. <laughs> more water. Uh, <laughs> I've grown more intelligent. <laughs> I need more water. I would please. enjoy more aqua fresca, please. Do you have that pico topico or whatever that uh, mineral water is? <laughs> uh, Ah, uh, yes, Kool-Aid. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Jonathan Brandenburg uh, theorizes that um, these huge mountains, these twin peaks, are on uh, Mars. This is kind of his big fucking theory, is that that means there's te- uh, tectonic and volcanic action on there. Um, and then it goes kind of off the rails a little bit. But, uh, I mean, not as much, I guess, as... I wish all of the incredible evidence was presented this way because at least he's like physically showing you a model and shit and then showing you the picture the model is based on. I guess you could argue that about the fucking machine that the fucking Aztec guy is in or whatever too. But um, also, I don't know if we confirmed that, but I read a recent article about that and it's it's like the the current Mayans or Aztecs, whichever one, sorry. But uh, they're like, well, no. This entire this is a very well known image, and it's about his descent into the underworld. You can see this panther, like a jaguar god, mm-hmm. about to eat him. You can see all these things. It's not a fucking ship he's in. It's all the shit he's falling past. Yeah, uh, in his descent. So um, anyway, unholy descent. Right. Um, uh, these two mountains are there, and there's like a little node of rock out in front of them too. And um, 
you know, Sukalos is in. This is the only on location thing we have. And I don't know. Uh, I wrote that the Sukalos and Brandenburg are in some Native American studies professor's house. Uh, <laughs> the curtains are all brown and I don't know, fucking weird Arizona shape shit and whatever. Uh, there's kind of cowboy or safari hats on the wall, things like that. Yeah. Um, very raw wood, giant table, you know, like really raw edge things. Okay. And um, uh, and they have a model which looks kind of like a sixth graders volcano project that you had to do <laughs> uh, in school of these two mountains. And uh, and they're kind of connected in the middle, you know. They're kind of ooh, mm, I love that. Hour. Probably at least double D's or something. Yeah. But um, but uh, he then and then Sukulos and you're talking about the tectonics and possibilities and whatever. And then it does a little jump cut and you see a, now a model, a scale model of the pyramids at Giza, the three pyramids at Giza. And he Brandenburg goes, "Wow, there's alignment." <laughs> like <laughs> holy okay. shit balls. <laughs> and and he's trying to, to make the point that. The two mountains, uh, which, again, if you're taking millions of years of erosion account, there might have been the little third one next to it or whatever, yeah. are exactly the same alignment as the pyramids at Giza, so much so that the Egyptians must have been mimicking that or something, yeah. which would which would imply, because you couldn't but see those how, with the naked eye. to scale and to line up exactly where they are on the planets? Aliens, just, bro. Yeah. Come on. Um, that's why we're here. So, um, Doesn't make no sense. Right. Um but uh, and 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 so he t- and then the you know Sukalos is like now what about uh, the Sphinx here is there something the equivalent like that up on Mars right. and he says there is this little rocky outcrop thing that's proportionally similar I guess in the one picture right. we see right um, and we'll get to the 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 ever changing look of a picture depending on lighting and right, time right, of right. day and all that stuff too but um, uh, it is interesting that apparently the Egyptians called Giza. Uh, the camp of Mars. Right. Or the old geezas. Right. <laughs> um, the elderly. Right. <laughs> Saggied out. <laughs> uh, egg yolk sacks hung out. Those eggs are hard boiled now, mate. Right, right. <laughs> that was long gone. Yeah. They almost, cut out. Yeah. Almost rotten to the coal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yolk can cause a lot of cholesterol problems. Get you out of here. Just That's old wits. yolksters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Not funny at all. <laughs> um, uh, the Sphinx. Sp- yeah. <laughs> The Sphinx was also apparently known to have been painted red, which is also cool. Right. Um, and uh, they're making all these leaps that, oh, yeah, it was to mimic whatever. I'm like, this yeah, guy, but yeah. it's, it's a lot of red lot shit. Of things. Yeah. Um, also, these are North African people. They might have been mimicking the sun-drenched color of their skin with this, too. Like, it didn't say it was a bright neon red or blood red or anything. Well, so. just red is probably very common yeah. in the soil. Pigment, like, it, yes, you know, exactly. Not, not an uncommon color. It's not, like, right. unnatural in... In the world, right? right. Like Some you can people make it pretty easily. We know someone who's seeing red in his semen, Cadbury eggs, right? Yes. So his yolks are far from ovaries. He's got one of those embryos in his yolks yes. that it's the blood clot, right. uh, and that's why our good right. friend had to go to the hospital. Right? Uh, a Jamaican man might call it a ras clot yes. in there too. So. Jamaican me crazy right. with all this blood might come. Right. I just want to be able to crank it with no problem, son. Right. That was my favorite Bob Marley song, but it's yeah. only on his unreleased vinyl, um, on his yeah. on his EPs, PP, <laughs> um, his protracted play album. Yes. <laughs> oh, Bob Marley, <laughs> the king of space rock. <laughs> um, ah, I was trying to find. Oh sorry. God. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, but I mean, Brandenburg, despite making this kind of leap, <laughs> <laughs> classic Marley. Yeah. yeah also. Hey, Bob Marley. Uh, 
Brandenburg is he makes this at least he says now all this is conjecture, yeah. but he's at least presenting evidence in a way mm-hmm. that you can say, hey, see for yourself, this is a couple pieces of evidence. It's not everything, but yeah, yeah. Um, could be true, and that's that's a, a big step ahead of I know this for a fact, you know, right? Um, and so uh, Barra and Frisbee. Uh, then introduced the famous face on Mars. So face off. Everyone's seen this famous picture. You probably saw it in our Instagram story tonight telling you that we were going to be on Twitch. Um, and uh, Barra explains it like in a really shitty way. It takes about two minutes. And, and there was a picture there. They even laughed about it in the NASA control room like when they were looking at reviewing the images. Yeah. And, and then it like disappeared. Um, and then it apparently reappeared. And they don't really try to say that they doctored it. Yeah. It's almost like they the next picture was from a different vantage point, and maybe you couldn't see it because there wasn't enough shadowing or something to see yeah. the curves in the rock or whatever. Ooh, so, sexy um, and then uh, they talk about this like uh, this other scientist guy who seemed a little bit on the porn doctor side of things. Who and they show this graph of all these mathematical connections to the face on Mars, and then apparently there's a pyramid complex over to the left. And then down to the southeast, there's a giant cliff uh, or a tholus. It's like this big round mountain yeah. thing. And then there's a cliff and then whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That shows maybe a very primitive um, uh, set of structures or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you would think that if we're applying human logic to this, you would think that there'd be more shit laying around um, than just a couple of pyramids, right? Like, so anyway, um, it's a bit that's of a reshuffle on the Twitch. There he goes. Oh, there he is. The roommate returns. <laughs> um, oh, he's watching. <laughs> um, but then later in like 2001, NASA shoots the face with their very yellow semen. Um, They're they very were, yoked they, out. They were backed up since the the Viking mission, right? Or was yeah. it Viking or what? Yeah, they Viking have not mission. had a hearty payload right. in a long time. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a stay load. It's in there yeah. to stay. <laughs> so, um, but uh, they reshoot the face with much higher res images at different times of the day, and then all the ancient astronaut theorists and Brandenburg are like, uh, "We weren't happy with those shots because they were shot in the uh, morning uh, with different lighting, and you couldn't even see the face anymore." Oh, and uh, and there's a bunch of erosion too, and we're like, "Dude." You just said that fucking thing has lasted for millions of years, right? Yeah. yeah. And now you're saying we a slightly blast. different time yeah. of day. And again, it looks like something, but it looks like a it actually looks weirder. It looks like a cavity with kind of these random things and it. it looks like yeah. almost a square shape. It's weird. Ooh, but... Nice little racetrack. Oh yeah. Little Hell yeah. yeah. Little BMX baby. Woo. Um which is Bicycle Motocross. Confirmed by our friend. Yes. Rusty Dusty Tweedo. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, what was his? Uh, he has a podcast, Flatlander or something. Something like that. Yeah, Sorry. Flatliners. Uh, yeah. it's a <laughs> podcast that every single episode he's reviewing the movie Flatliners, but with a different friend. So he's getting a different take on the movie Flatliners. Yes, different uh, with yes, different queen. Yes, on different episodes. So. <laughs> um, but All, uh, a lady something just gave us a heart hand. Ooh. So there you go. Um, but uh, uh, the the annoying part. This is a perfect example. Of the hypocrisy of the ancient astronaut theorists because they get all pissed off that the pictures they don't like to use as evidence right. were – were there was different lighting. It was a different time of the day. It was something else. Meanwhile, that's the very same point that they use where they go, oh, when shot like this, you can see this face here, right? Right. It's like, yeah, that shows just how um, – uh, Susceptible, yeah. Subjective, then you could, right? Yeah, it's 
it's you're manipulating it to look like that. Right. Um, and as we learn on the show Ghost Adventures, that's called matrixing. When we apply humanoid features to non-humanoid right. things because that's what our brain yeah. understands them. Oh, haven't you seen that face? Mm. Right. But I, I apply the like the body of an adult to mm. children sometimes because I'm matrixing a human, right? Yeah. Like, you know, 150-year-old <laughs> human boy. <laughs> and that's what he he was immortal and therefore infinitely eight. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but at AlienCon, this was like one of the big things people talked about, not only in right. the panels, but in Kinda line. Kind of like your dream wiener. Hell yeah. A big thing. You want people to I talk about. I would love it. Uh, instead, I got my old little night beacon shaped yeah. wiener. <laughs> uh, no nerve endings. Nope. You just know? lights up when it's you know has right. contact. <laughs> right. Kind of finishes early. You could probably be almost like... Um, uh, what do they call those? The 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 nurses that help birth babies. Um, Wet nurse. Well, that's the, the ones that lack the mother uh, midwife. A midwife, yeah. But you could be you could you could have that, and then you could be showing the the all, the unborn babies, but are go, that are going through labor. You could jam it in there a little bit and show them the way with the beacon and say, "Hey, come out this hole. Right. Come into the light. Right, child. Come into the light. Cross over into my weenus, and I will finish your life." And birth <laughs> now Your gestation. I, about it took me about four seconds to realize you weren't singing a country song <laughs> and you were imitating the old little lady yeah. from Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah coming to the right. Come into the light. Yeah. Come into the light above so your mom Carol's ass. <laughs> Come into the light above her fart box. The old hole is ready for you to travel. Uh but <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry again. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, in line, this is what people were talking about. They're like, like engineer oh, yes. guys and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't believe all this stuff. But, I mean, uh, we have been to Mars, and there's definitely Mars of uh, of yeah, structures there. Uh, yes. I mean, you've seen that face. How, how's that out there? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did see the face. Yes. That was crazy. Oh, there are insane Mars leopards up there. Yeah. They're roaming around. They're playing with Mars balls. It's adorable. They're yeah. dangerous. They're Daddy beautiful. Daddy always gets a taste. Just like Daddy called me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, and, you know, on Sunday, they just shine so bright. Right. Uh, but, no, but that is a funny phenomenon where yeah, it's like, like, oh, you know, I don't believe any of that shit. Uh, but, yes, of course, we've done yeah. all of oh, this shit. That's totally a face. Those are definitely right. pyramids. Like, they were just so factual yes. about Such it. Such selective blinders right. on. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, we we finish off the show with, uh, is, this a, is this a government-wide conspiracy? Is, is, is the amount of life, the, the information we know about Mars, is it all being um, covered up or, or trickled down uh, at a pace they're comfortable with? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're hoping our friend gets back to that point with yeah. his bloody load yeah um that it trickles at a pace he's comfortable with and without pain yeah um and uh Uzi magoozy yes um but uh god your cat is about to pull out all the wires <laughs> um about to pull out huh? <laughs> uh, oh, she's almost fucking done <laughs> about to pull out. oh this newborn baby's gonna follow because uh, i showed him the way yeah. oh, give me all that yo kitty <laughs> <laughs> um but uh anyway it, it opens up on mr bill clinton the president you know uh, talking about yellow stains on uh, yes. a backed-up dress. Uh, delicious cigars that taste like yeah. scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. She had to wear a backup dress and bring a backup dress wherever she goed because wherever she goed, because <laughs> old Billy Boy, he was ready to blow that yeah, load. Gave it to her sunny side up any before he called it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he opens up, um, reopens up the evidence to be studied again. Someone wrote, give me that cat rope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty ropes. Um, rope. But, uh 
uh, he reopens the he reopens the evidence um, to study um, this this meteor or this whatever whichever one is a piece of a planet that comes off. But yeah. it's confirmed to have been from Mars, and this was the famous story in the '90s of finding the fossilized remains of bacteria. On- I've left some fossilized remains. Oh yeah, <laughs> all in my room. Oh, Got to yes. be careful. Um, but sorry, yeah. the bacteria. Yeah, they were. Uh, I'm just thinking of fucking cum tights <laughs> in your fucking room. Um, like mites. Kind of looks like. Uh, for those of you who've been that's out, not to, popcorn ceiling. <laughs> uh, this is not popcorn, my friends. This is not popcorn. Needs uh, butter. Anyone uh, who's been to Indiana Jones at Disneyland yes. has definitely walked through my room because you walk through the oh, dripping yes. caves. Oh yes. In line for that ride. Yes. There's those like rubber steel bars you can shake to act as if you were in prison, or the spears that are holding up the ceiling <laughs> yeah, from a big crushing bamboo. you. Yes. Shaft there you go. Yeah. <laughs> holding up the ceiling. That's Again, a, that's once you leave the cave. Like your dream wiener. Yes. And then you pull on that and it fake drops the ceiling down with the spikes. Right. I've literally watched people scream or heard them and watched them freak Thinking the fuck out. Thinking they're going to die yeah. at Disneyland <laughs> yeah. on a ride. As you just yank on that, people go, <laughs> no, no, don't. Yeah. And it okay. just starts. Yeah. Oh, dream wiener. <laughs> I wish it was long and not so slender. Not a night began. <laughs> Thick little nebula. Um, but, uh, yeah, he he opens up the case basically again because Space for whatever case. reason, I don't know if people within NASA convinced him or if you were a conspiracy theorist, you'd be like, they finally told him it was time. that We've studied yeah, enough release. and we've uh, come to terms with this, with our own scientific yeah. sexuality, and it's okay for the public to know about this. So yes, queen. Um, there was pushback yet again. Uh, they said that uh, micro the microorganisms in that fossil in that piece of rock um, were too small to have DNA inside them. <laughs> Not a Steve has anything <laughs> to say about that, um, and can't be a fossil. But then, within a few years, they found uh, lots of other fossils on Earth that were small, as small or Super smaller, tiny. with DNA yeah. strands in them. So, <coughs> excuse me. Tattoo um, sign of it is weird, though. It's point. like. I mean, and I don't know because I'm not part of the scientific community, but it's almost like they never – these groups never go back and, like, write something in a journal that says, sorry, we tried to misprove this but couldn't. They were yeah. right. It's always just, like, it's up to the person with the evidence, which I guess is the essence of the scientific method. But it's almost like maybe go back and apologize and say, hey, sorry, we fucking did this or something too. But then I guess you don't get grants or yeah. respect. And or they might be too. out of the game by then. It might have been so long. Right. They're like, I don't give a fuck anymore. They might be giants. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a good uh, batting average in this episode for that. Though. There we go with that dream wiener. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, <laughs> it's my dream wiener. <laughs> um, at the time, the, the the crazy thing about this is um, all of these old men, these old NASA scientists, yeah. and the ancient astronaut theorists, they go and they have a little bitch sesh, and they're like, "Yeah, I I just don't understand why." NASA's not making going back to Mars and studying more about Mars and life on Mars more of a priority. We have so much more advanced equipment now. It's it's almost like they don't want the public. To, so you're literally seeing the reflection of a conspiracy theory forming in the mind yeah. because they're impatient that there aren't any official results. They're not part of it or whatever. Um, little did they know in 2014 or early 2015, the Curiosity rover program is being designed at this point. And again, this is and, and 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 for the exact purpose they're talking about, the exact purpose they're talking about. Yes, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, and this is a, this is a perfect example of Travis Taylor's um, need to know versus conspiracy, right? Right. Like, and so um, at AlienCon, he had a whole whole segment about 
just because the government isn't telling the public something, uh, isn't telling the fucking media something, doesn't mean it's a conspiracy. Right. It means that it would be unsafe for the public to know something, especially if you're at, even if you were at a secret war with aliens, you wouldn't want to show your hand by having everyone yeah. talk about the weapons they right. have and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a conspiracy is illegal because it's hiding information that people right. know or should know or it's hiding it within the government. Right. Where just clearance is different, right? Because right. then it's unsafe because public knowledge is public knowledge and you can't control who yeah. that public is. Now, clearance was always a little different, you know, but... Uh, Sometimes at night, you'd look in his room, he'd be, he'd be fast asleep. And even under the thin sheet he would wear, you'd see a little light, white blinking light around the crotch of his pajamas. And I had to wonder, what is going on down there? But then, all of a sudden, as he became a teenager, we started getting these beautiful, succulent lobsters dropped on our doorstep in the middle of the night. And we never knew. It was just a cooler with ice. And these beautiful lobsters still, still clamoring around, you know. Some of them had a big silver claw stuck in them or something. It was real weird. And they were dying, turning back into very, a smaller lobster. Very hairy. And right. Uh, yeah. Turning into little little humans in there. Right. <laughs> but it turned out little Clarence had the, one of the greatest ideas of all time. A light that let lobster hunters safely see under the dark Each other of the ocean, right? Yeah. It is was, that what it's for, too, so they don't spear each other? No, that's exactly what it's for. Okay. Not that they don't spear each other, <laughs> but that they... That is exactly what it's for, <laughs> sir. Do you... Do you... Do not. Imply otherwise. Otherwise. Uh, spear no. in the heart is definitely bad for the Constitution. <laughs> it is not good for one's yes, uh, yolks. Yes. My baby died of sons. <laughs> yes. Right in the yokers. Yeah. <laughs> right in the yokers. <laughs> Uh, no, so you can be seen by other divers or boaters or whatever Got at it. night. And also, as you're diving for lobster, you're technically usually free diving. No right. thanks. No thank you. Uh, you. Well, you want quality diving. you got to pay like everyone okay. else, okay? okay. <laughs> uh, but no air tank. So if you get stuck somewhere, uh, you can actually be seen as well. Right. Now, is it true that if you are trapped under some rocks... You can strategically puncture your air tank, and it will be like a jetpack and bring you out of the rocks up to the surface above yes. safely. All you ever have to do is just puncture that air yeah. pack, which you don't have as a free diver, <laughs> and it will bring you safe to land. Uh, maybe your lungs, yeah. the Lord's air packs, yeah. any, right? Any kind of pack. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can get your yoke pack. Right. Uh, be a little more buoyant or gorilla. I'm bringing yoke pack. Yeah. Whatever yeah. your preference is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, anyway, Queen. I can't remember where. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, we're wrapping it up here, but uh, but yeah, the the, the Curiosity space uh, space rover uh, is on Mars currently. I think it's dead now, though. I think it finally died. It was like yeah. for like three months or something. It was just fucking gathering all sorts of shit. There, shit there's back. one that they're like it should have died and it didn't, right. and something that died and then it actually came back to life. It's a vampire rover. <laughs> that verb. <laughs> Let's get the beacons on this, sir. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, now it only travels by the light of the moon instead of solar-powered. Yes. We didn't know. Even though that's know. still solar-powered. Yeah. We didn't know they could jump on these lap beams right. and, and bounce all around. <laughs> that's a whole new form of transportation. That's a ley line see. walker, okay? Yeah. That's what that pedophile Kevin Spacey did. He would travel to these young boys' rooms. Right. And, uh, well, he was from K-Pax. blink of an eye. That's yeah. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to say that pedophile Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. I think he's just friend. a vegan now, not a pedophile. Yeah. But, um, Whatever. He's draining his yolks. I can tell. 
um, but yeah, so uh, Robert Balvel, who was never on this episode at all, he's the resident Egyptologist before our bro Rami Oof. Romani is on uh, in the later seasons. But uh, he's like he's talking about the conspiracy theory thing, and he's like. I mean, it is a, a big responsibility, and uh, they would have to be very, very careful to let out uh, this much, you know, information in yeah, parentheses. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we finish off this episode with uh, Matloff, and he he ponders what this means for life elsewhere. The fact that the idea that Mars could have, uh, you know, opened the steeple up, and here are the yeah. people. Um, the the fact that Mars could support life. Then they're talking about yeah, all these exoplanets that had even similar conditions or have even been long dead. Yeah. Could have had life, too, independently from Earth, which means right. there's other intelligent life potentially yeah. out there. And he says uh, – he, he ponders, he says, if life used to exist on Mars, particularly if it formed independently of Earth's life, like Joey just said. He just kind of quoted the quote yeah. without being in the voice. Yeah. Uh, life in the universe is all over the place. And so – All these planets – could have unbirthdays, <laughs> <laughs> and we celebrate them like crazy and take a bit of jam and <laughs> enjoy some tea, uh, like Bob Marley. <laughs> Be jamming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you uh, doing over there, sir? <laughs> is that uh, Alice? Alice? I'm late for an important date. <laughs> Just like the white rabbit. Yes. It's a gender reveal party mm. for me. Where's that light? I'm 27. <laughs> I heard you those beacons here. <laughs> oh, I'll have some light bacon, please. Now I'm an old queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's how you do it for uh, Aliens on the Red Planet. Again, lots of expertise. Um, a, a decent amount of information, but at least the information was from primary sources in a lot of which is which is yeah. very, very rare for this show. So. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, and you said a lot of them scientists were on this because they worked together on that book you were saying? Correct. Yeah. Frisbee and Brandenburg wrote that book or Brandenburg's the author, but Frisbee, they said he consulted or worked with him on some of these theories. So, um, and it, yeah, the subtitle was like the new, the new synergy of Mars or something like that. So, um, I guess trying to tie new information with old information together. Uh, right. For a new understanding of Mars, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, next episode is uh, season six, episode nine, six nine, <laughs> uh, the shamans, and that that looks like it's just a return to form. It's going to be probably a thousand percent speculative. Um, in the preview, they show David Wilcock fucking casting <laughs> spells and shit like that. So that should be a fun one. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, yeah, I can't. I'm gonna what smash my fucking my. It's it's the, the Smash Mouth or yeah, whatever. Down yeah, on the classic camera. '90s. <laughs> Lots of uh, I don't care type actions, right? Ah, uh, I don't care. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that really elaborated on uh, what it meant. I don't. Care. I don't care. You know, <laughs> tight shoulder to <laughs> elbow, flicking dismissive actions to the Violent hand actions yeah whipping through the wrist ending just in the fingers of, you know your list your <laughs> your wrist is just yeah, limp quists. letting the air roll through it yeah. um but uh yeah so next episode is the shamans um uh yeah if you liked our twitch stream uh recommend us to others on twitch i don't know how you do that really on twitch if you've like something like the post i don't know if you, you just favorite, share it on share your it. own oh, socials you i'd assume right um but yeah Which i meant to post on facebook too it's but. okay 
Um, but yeah, follow us on twitch.tv slash probinghdaliens. You can watch the archives of our last couple episodes because I think they die after a week or so. Um, Steve's trying to figure out how to keep those yeah, on. I, I think I saw somewhere how to keep them. Like a favorites list or something, something like, weird that. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as always, um, even if you are a Twitch uh, follower, uh, go over to... Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever. Subscribe to the podcast. Listen to old episodes. Keep listening to new episodes if you're new. Do whatever um, the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend us. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star rating so we can reach for the stars with you. Um, so su- Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens if you'd like. And get two exclusive podcasts every single month. Uh, and more. The more we get support, uh, yeah. we would love to do more of this stuff. Yes. Um, there's a new Ghost Adventures podcast on there that we talked about before, Adventurous Ghosts. Uh, and then other podcasts where we go, we probe deeper into elements of all of this kind of shit. So paranormal stuff, cryptozoology, alien stuff. And our last, our last newest episode was um, Eyes of the Mothman, a documentary about the cryptid creature, the Mothman, which has lots to do with aliens and shit, too. So... Um, other than that, follow yeah. us on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens, uh, at Probing Aliens on Twitter, and at Probing Ape, Probing Ape Aliens, <laughs> Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook. Uh, if you like our sense of humor uh, and content, listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. And Steve's even working on getting that one on Spotify. Just I like submitted it today. Ooh, so they said a few hours. So in Spotty theory, Daddy, it might at, even be on there. Yeah. Um, and I met with Spotify, and they said they were the number two podcast service. Right. Yeah. And that's that they've only been doing it for like a year on an right, official. Which means level. they overtook Google. Yes. And I don't know how they're measuring that. Yeah. Because the Google uh, Play Store, I use it because I have an Android. I mean, I don't. I don't love iTunes or Apple Podcasts either, right. but um, again, oh yeah, shout out to our Castbox listeners out say, there. A lot of Castbox. We're growing. Action. We're growing by a few dozen every month on there, yeah. um, continuously. So yeah, listen on Castbox. It's a great app. And um, comment there, review, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, spread the word. Any type of, of little the... button you can click that says you like our stupid yeah. stuff. Talk about them prolapses in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was a pretty prolapse-free episode, surprisingly. Yeah, we usually talk. We usually have more prolapse content. Yeah, you know, Long-time loyalists. <laughs> Got the Hulk over here. He'd probably done it before. Okay. All that grunting you know, and lifting. He probably pulled out so hard on someone prolapsed a few oh, of them. Oh, yeah. A few of these lucky gals. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, follow Beer They're Drunk That on uh, Instagram at Beer They're Drunk That PC oh, and Beer They're Drunk That on Facebook. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I think uh, I had some real spicy salsa and red curry, and I ate some red crayons. I think I'm going to go form a waxy red planet in the toilet pretty soon. Um, we can all only be so lucky of that delicious fibrous attitude you've got. It's always better to have voluntary red stuff coming out of your body than involuntary. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye. See?